0: Well, let's do a little quick economic update. Now, many of you know under Joe Biden, our economy hasn't been doing so well, but we've got some stories we wanna keep you in the loop on. First one up is big tech. Big tech has been doing tons and tons of layoffs, and it's quite interesting. It all really kind of shadows what's going on right now with our economy. And then just moments ago today, earlier today, I should mention as well, the Fed is saying that it's it's holding interest rates steady. So it's not ready quite yet to reduce interest rates. Now, I know many of us thought that that wasn't gonna be the outcome of today's announcement. We kind of speculated a bit, thinking that they were going to reduce interest rates, given the fact that we are now in the official 2024 presidential race year. And so honestly, this is all very interesting. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it because I am not the economic expert, but I do know somebody who is. Let's bring in Dr. Kirk Elliott. Dr. Kirk Elliott, thank you for jumping on with us today. We greatly appreciate it.
1: Hey, Brianna, it's great to be with you again.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be with you too. Uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, we have lots of questions for you regarding what all of this means. And you're my expert because you have two PhDs. You seem to know it pretty well. You've given me enough financial advice. And so what are you making of all of these layoffs that are going on right now within big tech? Because It seems quite alarming, does it not?
1: Yeah, well, it's, you and I have actually talked about this um, in a, in a different sort of way. So, so the stock market's like at near all-time highs, right? Tech stocks are at near all-time highs. If they were really that profitable, why in the world would they be laying off people by the tens of thousands, right? So in January alone, over 26,000 people were laid off just from the tech industry. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it, this is insanity, right? So, so but why? If if they're profitable they wouldn't lay people off. Well, here's the issue. I think this is all because of what you and I have talked about, artificial intelligence, people's jobs are being replaced by computers. When people's jobs are replaced by computers, their their expenses go down. They don't have to pay payroll to a computer. They don't have to pay benefits to a computer. They don't have to worry about harassment lawsuits or anything with a computer, right? So, so companies love this stuff. So what happens? Their expenses go down, prices are going through the roof, share prices are going through the roof, right? Because they're slashing expenses. Now, the problem with this is these jobs are not coming back. Once you're yeah. replaced by a computer, they're not coming back. So what's going to be the net result to the government? Well, you're going to have all these people, 26,000 people that, are, that were laid off um, they're gonna go to the government and say, hey, I need unemployment benefits. I need handouts. I need some kind of a personal stimulus, right? I need Medicare, Medicaid, so whatever. And the government's gonna say, ah, oh, shoot. Um, we didn't think this one through very well because we don't have any income tax revenue coming in because a computer doesn't make money to pay income taxes. The computer after they're done with work isn't walking over to Best Buy and buying a TV. So there's no sales tax revenue. Computers can't procreate and create families that are gonna buy more groceries or even go buy a house. So property tax revenues come down. I mean, this is brutal. So what you're gonna see is fewer people working, taxes revenues coming down, which means what? They are going to have to print money like there's no tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. So so here's where this is why I believe after that news came out. The Fed that you said, you know, they, they paused interest rates rather than the expectation that they were going to lower them. Why do you lower interest rates to stimulate the economy to uh, because you you want to show the world that you've won the war against inflation? You don't have to raise rates anymore to slow down inflation. So you're done with it, right? So now you can start lowering it to stimulate the economy again. Well, they didn't go that far. They actually paused. Why? Because they know without tax revenues coming in with all these people being laid off, they're going to have to go to the printing presses and inflation is going to persist. So they didn't go as far as what they said they were going to do and what Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell promised the American public, that they were going to actually start lowering rates again because they've won this war against inflation. Well, this is kind of problematic for during an election year when, A, they don't, hold true to their promise, but B, they haven't killed inflation, and C, they're not lowering interest rates, it's going to be kind of difficult to get votes, right? If people are, are really hurt. But, but I don't think they give a rip. I, I really don't. Because the story that came out over the weekend um, about liquefied natural gas, right? So just natural gas. So what is America good at, Brianna? We're really good at oil and gas. It's like one of our strengths. Well, Biden just did the nuclear option and said, we're going to actually pause any new, basically, applications for exports of of LNG, liquefied natural gas, to the rest of the world. What? He put economic sanctions on his own country, on his own companies, of his own people? Usually an economic sanction is held for a rogue terrorist nation like Iran or Iraq or you know, something like that, where they do something horrible. It's like, oh, we're gonna put sanctions on you, make force you to comply. He just did that on his own people for political reasons. Right. So so who's he trying to get to here? Texas, probably, right? Because he's the, the Texas is causing a stink about the the Supreme Court voting five to four to remove the razor wire at the border. Mm-hmm. It's like and, and their rationale was so stupid it's like well we have to remove the razor wire so the federal agents can actually get to the border to protect us it's like what the razor wire does a pretty good job too but then yeah. after and they said but we'll kind of get out of that whole mess if you start funding ukraine it's like what they're politicizing yeah. all this garbage and then two days after that put economic sanctions on gas so who's that going to impact texas louisiana Pennsylvania, North Dakota, Colorado, Arizona, a lot of swing states in there, right? I mean, people aren't gonna vote for them if they're losing jobs hand over fist. But you know what I was thinking about this morning? I don't think they care because they've already got the the election thing figured out. right? So it's like, oh, if we don't get the votes, we'll just get them somehow, some way, right? So I don't think they actually care, but they've got a different agenda Bringing in a globalist system where they want to create problems. There's no other explanation to me because if there's a problem big enough, p- big enough, people will give away their freedoms. I mean, this is exactly what we're seeing playing out right underneath our nose, and um, I don't see any other rationale for it. But one other thing that that actually happened over the weekend is the GDP numbers came out right. So, mm-hmm. so GDP is growing at like two percent. And they're bragging about it. It's like, okay, you guys are so dumb. So bragging about 2% growth in GDP. What is gross domestic product? It's everything that you and I and the rest of America spend on products you know, produced in America at retail prices. If inflation unofficially is at 15%, then GDP should be growing at 15%. If it's just a reflection of what we're buying, right? But it's not, it's a two. They're bragging yeah. about it. But here's the problem. To even get 2% growth in our gross domestic product, guess how much of debt that they have to spend to get $1 of growth? $2.50. Mm-hmm. So let's put that into perspective. Let's say um, you've got this great idea for a business and and I'm your consultant and you come to me and you say, hey, Kirk, I've got this really good idea. Um, if I spend $250,000 I can make a hundred thousand. It's like Brianna, that's so stupid. Yeah. You're gonna go bankrupt in less than a year, right? Yeah. But yeah, this is exactly what they're doing. They're spending two dollars and fifty cents in debt to get one dollar of GDP growth. No different, just at a yeah. larger scale. And see, this is the nonsense behind Biden's economy and, and Bidenomics. It's killing the American public and our revenue and our livelihood and everything else that comes with that
0: yeah yeah well it seems like they 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 continue to brag and pretend like the economy is doing well right now and they continue to lie to the american people the american people aren't stupid they see it with their own eyes and they're feeling it with their wallets when they head out to stores and make basic purchases at the supermarket and whatnot and then also i thought it was interesting today as well job numbers came out the private sector job growth cooled sharply in January to 107,000. So it was worse than expected ultimately. And so everything around us is telling us the economy is not doing well, it looks like, Uh, but the administration is saying that it is doing well. Do you see any of this turning around in the next couple of months or should we all start buckling up and prepare for something that might be inevitable at this point?
1: I'd buckle up, but here's the problem. You're buckling up in the back of an Uber where the driver is drunk. <laughs> it's like what are you, what are you gonna do? It's like, okay, I'm buckling up, but this is gonna be a wild ride. Um so so here's the reality of the job situation. Eighteen of the last twenty months manufacturing jobs have gone into decline see when when trump was president what was his goal make america great again bring manufacturing jobs back to america this is gone this is out the window 18 of 20 months manufacturing jobs are the bread and butter to the u.s economy which what is going to follow that housing collapse so you've got major recessionary problems in in manufacturing jobs the housing market i think 2024 is going to be this awful mix of of recessionary pressures hitting America with inflationary policies because with the BRICS nations rising up and taking away the demand for the U.S. dollar, we're going to be forced to print because there is no more capital inflow. This is part of the reason why I believe the Fed didn't lower rates today. I I don't think that they, they can't. They absolutely can't. In fact, I think as the year goes on, we might see a rate decrease because they well, they want to stay true to their word and say, we told you we're going to lower rates, but I think they're going to keep raising them as time goes on, very problematic during an election year. So I'm eager to see how this plays out. So with all of this nonsense, what do you do to protect and preserve, right? It's like, I, would you go on the stock market, the bond market? I don't know, no, there's no revenue. People aren't spending money. I would actually allocate into silver. I wouldn't even do gold right now I would do silver in the last two weeks, silver's up well over 5% in two weeks. I mean, that trend is amazing. And that's because of the inflationary pressures, the unsustainable debt, the political chaos, the manufacturing demand for all of it, it's going up. And this is really great that we can actually have an option to invest in and to thrive where we don't have to have a frown on our face every second of every day because Biden's killing the economy. We can take advantage of that by allocating properly.
0: Yeah, yeah, we could. So you've got a plan for our audience. I know when you and I spoke too, you recommended silver, and uh, here's just you know what we got now. I am now investing this way because honestly, I I do think it's safe. I do think it's secure. And like you said, the U.S. dollar just doesn't have the influence that it does all across the globe. I mean, I was watching somebody on Twitter talking about how he's traveled to Mexico pretty much his whole life. And they used to beg for U.S. dollars uh, as the form of payment, but now they're actually not accepting them anymore in certain parts of Mexico. So for our audience, you have a great service that you're willing to provide them with. uh, And it's over at BriannaGold.com. We actually have a brand new website. So... Dr. Kirk, can you please give them some advice as to uh, what they should be doing and how they can prepare themselves and how simple it is just to fill out this form here on the website and then have one of your experts, one of somebody from your team, give them a call and kind of walk them through this potentially?
1: Yeah. I mean, just go to briannagold.com, fill out the form. And what's that going to do? You're just going to mm-hmm. say, hey, I, I saw Kirk and Brianna talking. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm really concerned about retirement. Help me. Right. So it'll ask you a couple of questions. One of my schedulers, I think I have like 18 of them. Not a, yeah. I have a lot. They'll They'll just get you on the calendar with one of my consultants where we'll dig in deep, listen to you, hear your concerns, hear your fears, hear your dreams, map out a strategy for success moving forward using tangible assets like gold and silver to protect, preserve, grow and thrive. And then this is where our journey together begins, not ends. Because moving forward, what are you going to do? we will watch the market for you so you don't have to and we'll always let you know when it's time to buy sell reallocate get out of dodge do whatever needs to be done to make sure you're in the right place at the right time the majority of the time that's our goal and the reason we spend so much time on that you could be in the right place at the right time right well like if you were to just call us and buy gold or silver like you could with almost every other e-commerce gold or silver dealer on the planet you wouldn't get the education that you got. Like when you called us, Brianna, mm-hmm. what did we do? Yeah. We explained well, why we're doing what we're doing, why it yeah. makes sense. And what does that do? It minimizes your, your stress, your anxiety, because you know why you're doing what we're doing. And that's what we strive to do
0: yeah yeah and that's often uh, i you know i was concerned honestly i just i celebrated paying off my student loans and i was getting ready to head head into the next next phase which is home ownership and then uh biden took over and i got a little nervous but we worked out a great plan and i don't feel nervous anymore because like you said silver is doing significantly well and that's how i'm preserving my assets right now so i'm thankful for that so again guys if you want to just have a chat and kind of walk take the steps through all this, it's so important to do. You could talk about your financial goals and then this would be something that would be super interesting for you to do. Head over to briannagold.com. You fill out the form there and then someone will contact you to give you all the information that you need potentially with a scheduler and then move forward on that. I think it's just such a great service that you offer because I think a lot of people right now are getting a little nervous, but you know, this is, this is good to have these chats and we're just so thankful that you offer this service to our audience because it's really important.
1: Well, thank you so much. I, I really love doing it and I appreciate it. And anybody who wants to call, reach out, go to the forum, give us a call. We'll bend over backwards to help.
0: Yes. Thank you, Dr. Kirk Elliott. We appreciate your time as always. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And Under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan, put in place to make sure I was secure, and he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team, 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's com slash Brianna. The only channel dedicated exclusively to world entertainment, I'm your host, Brianna Morello. My journey into conservative media is quite unique. I was raised in Huntington, New York with my six siblings. My mom stayed at home and raised us all while my father worked. After graduating school, I landed in the sports world. I was a freelance reporter and a producer for several outlets. I worked for companies like Major League Baseball, NHL, ESPN+, and many others. But it wasn't until a couple of years in the sports world I realized it just wasn't for me. So I made the jump into the news industry. My first gig was at Fox News and Fox Business. I was a teleprompter operator. And although they say it's an entry-level position, it was extremely high-pressure
1: environment. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? After spending a
0: year over at Fox, I decided New York wasn't for me. So I picked up all my belongings and drove all the way down to South Florida. I moved to West Palm Beach before anyone else did. And then during my time in West Palm Beach, I landed at a local news station down here. I was so tired of having to just copy and paste over scripts from platforms like the Associated Press and other platforms where you just don't put thought process into it, and there's somebody else who's generating a script for your anchor. So then I ended up landing at Newsmax. I think Bloomberg has a really tough situation he's going through right now. After spending quite some time over at Newsmax, I did head back to Fox. I started working for Maria Bartiroma as a booking producer for her Fox Business weekend show, as well as Wall Street Journal at large. After finding out that Fox wanted me to comply with the local New York City vaccine mandate, I resigned. But I am extremely grateful because I am now a firm believer in independent journalism and strongly believe that will save our country. And so I'm honored to be on this independent platform and bring you the stories you won't see anywhere else join me in my journey on the brianna morello show here on rumble and if you enjoyed that segment make sure you hit that like button and if you want to see the news before it becomes the news you have to subscribe to our channel and well if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save make sure you share this content with them